Hey there, it's Melinda from Hope When There Was None. I am a survivor of both childhood abuse and later domestic violence. I've been free since 2009 and have been sharing my story and much recently sharing stories from others in order to inspire, empower, and educate. So if you found any value in any of these episodes, please do me a favor and share. Maybe somebody needs a dose of positivity to know that they're not alone. My goal is to break open the darkness and to let there be light. Have a great rest of your day and thanks for tuning in. Bye. Hey there, let's dive into pet abuse. Now I'm going to also apologize for the noise in the background. Mr. Awesome is losing his hearing. So he's got the TV up pretty high, so I apologize. And I could move somewhere else, but it's a little chilly up there to move to where I'm in my office where I normally do this. So I'm sorry, apologizing. But let's dive into pet abuse. We love our pets. We really do. Our fur baby, our fur babies. And now they are like children to many of us. Because maybe you don't decide, no, I don't want kids. Or maybe you unfortunately can't have any. But whatever the reason, they're vulnerable. These are our companions. Maybe you need this pet for a service animal. They can also be an early warning sign for abuse. And how is that? You might be wondering, how is that, Melinda? Well, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm just putting that out there as my own opinion that they might not like a person kind of like babies you know with with small children they kind of get that feeling that they don't like a person I can't say that all the time because I know that there's some there was somebody had a dog and it kept growling at me now whether that pet had a bad experience with somebody I think I was wearing a pink shirt maybe someone wore pink we did have a dog that every time somebody narrowed down every time somebody came in a uniform like the waterman or or I think the waterman came in a uniform there was a UPS guy um, they came in a different kind of uniform the dog would not be happy it would just growl and snap so we had to make sure to watch so whether or not that's a thing or not I don't know but I'm just throwing that out there that's just my own opinion now our pets definitely that abuser knows how to to just really where you're vulnerable as well they know there is a time because there is a time there is that I am just so distracted. I'm sorry. So that abuser might threaten to harm or they do harm your pet. There are incidents where they've killed pets. Now I don't know if that's your person, but it does happen on that occasion. And just out there just saying that um, there has been studies, which I didn't cite the study. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that. But, there are studies out there that show if a person has moved to harming animals, that there is a good chance that they might harm people. They might not have qualms with that. Now, not everybody that harms pets or animals is going to turn to abusing you know, humans. Um, but yeah, there might be that person out there that does turn, okay, I'm not getting much of a kick out of this, so I'm going to move on to, to people. And, and you probably heard it in some of the crime stories and whatnot. But this is what I want you to look out for. Now, does this person say to you or threaten you, I should say, that they're going to do things to your pet, like to kill them or to harm them? You know, do, are they saying that? Those are some red flags. Uh, do you notice that they, when they are angry, they might kick the dog or the cat? Do they actively look out for the pet when they're angry or they need to unleash? You know, those are kind of things that I'd like you to look out for. 
also your animal. Look and see, is your animal that was just fun-loving and really cool, now all of a sudden are they biting? Do they seem to cower, especially when that person's in the room? Are they having more potty accidents, maybe in the house? Are they growling? Do you notice them flinching? Is their tail tucked? Again, when this person's around them, or maybe you touch them in a certain way, they're suddenly, they might be yiping or having their tail tucked. And now maybe they don't like to be physical anymore. They used to like to be scratched on the belly or scratched behind their ears. And now they don't like anyone touching them anymore. No, those are some things to look out for. If you're planning to leave, I'd like to encourage you to please make sure, just like I would tell somebody that's, if you've heard some of my other podcasts, what you need to do when you're safety planning. This is exactly what you're going to do, except for your favorite loved one here, your furry loved one. You are going to, oh, hold on a second. I'm going to put you on pause a second. That's my meal. Hold on. Back to business. I know. You're like, what? That was just a pause. Yeah, I just put you on pause. I just turned off the alarm, so you don't have to hear that. So if you're planning to leave, do you need special food or any food for your dog? Make sure, or your cat, do you have your, or bird, or whatever this is. Do you have food, bowls, whatever they need, medication, documents? Are there any special documents for your your pet? Vaccine documents? Is do, Are they a pedigree? Is it a show dog? Is this a show cow? Whatever that is for you. A goat. Also, any tags and IDs? Of course, your special bedding, special toy, maybe that favorite blanket, crate, a cage. Now, if you're not leaving, maybe you decided, hey, I'm going to kick Joe Schmo or Nancy Ann to the curb. Okay, cool. I'm going to tell you to consider changing the locks, especially if this person is very brazen and uh, they've come in while you're gone before in the past. Or maybe they, they might even, if a person, let's just say this, if a person really wants to, they'll just break in. Unfortunately, that's the hard facts, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. But I would consider telling you to, not consider, I'm going to say, please do me a favor and try and change your locks, okay? We don't want them to come in your house to harm the pet or to kill it, to steal it while you're gone. And even if you do leave your pets outside, consider not doing it when you're not home if you can we don't want them left unsupervised because that might entice that person or hey they're outside no one's around i'm going to steal it or again harm your your pet we don't want to do that so you might even consider changing your vet or groomer the person that you're leaving or has left they more than likely know your habits. They know where you go, uh, what time you go, especially maybe you walk the dog after work every time and religiously you go to a certain park. They know that dog park. So vary your walking schedule. Go to a different dog park or go to a different location or something. Just change up the places that you go so you don't happen to, on air quotes here, bump into that person. So just try to be mindful of that. Now, again, many people stay, and I know people cannot fathom this. Why victims stay? Why survivors stay? Let's change that up. They will stay for their pets. They will stay because, you know, hey, again, you've got nowhere else to go. Um, you want to keep your pets safe. You don't want to have to euthanize them or give them away. You want to kind of stay with your animal. There is a place, and I didn't jot it down, that you can actually put in your um, zip code and find a place that will 
maybe temporarily house your animal and so on. And if you listen to the podcast the other day with April that, you know, stay tuned for April. I'm going to share it if she gets it up and running. She's looking to do something in her area where she can hold your pet. And I know we talked about just having it like, hey, for three months, you know, until somebody gets on their feet. There might be more out there than that. So, you know, check around, ask around. Don't hesitate to call a shelter and ask them what resources they have. Calling a shelter isn't saying that, hey, I need to stay there. No, you can call a shelter and ask for more information. Even go. Many of them have resources for people that stay there, but they also have resources if you just call. Maybe you want to go to a support meeting. Maybe you don't want to stay, but you go to a support meeting that they have there. Something. So I'm, I'm going to tell you to step out, step out of faith and try. Try and give them a call. They might be able to help you. And of course, domesticshelters.org is a great place to start if you are unsure where, unsure where there's a location near you. Please do so. And I believe they also have it uh, internationally too on domesticshelters.org where you can find something like that. Let's say you're in the UK or in Australia as an example. So that might be a really good resource for you. But of course you are always more than welcome to give me a call because perhaps you are still living in that environment where you can't just do a computer search or you can't scroll on your phone because that abuser is checking your phone and um, again that computer history. We want you to be careful. I definitely want you to be careful and safe. No. Also, I know what you're going through because I've been there. There was, early in my marriage, I did have two cats. And I had decided, I need to leave. I can't do this anymore. I called around to different places, apartment buildings and homeowners that offered houses for rent. I couldn't find anybody that would take my cats, so I stayed. The thought of giving them up was, was really heartbreaking to me. I ended up doing it anyway because of uh, health issues for him, which I, you know, I really should have kept the cats and got rid of him a lot sooner. But I have three beautiful children that I would not have right now if I had done that. That was before kids. So please, I, I get it. I understand being threatened if you don't keep yourself in line or perform something, maybe it's sexually. I get that. I was there. I, I, he would do that. Not with the cats. We had a dog. It was right before I left. I shouldn't say right before. For several years, we had a dog. And, you know, that threat that he's going to harm the dog, that really, and again, the cats too, that, uh, he would hold them in his armpit or in his arm. He would pick them up by their little necks, their heads, and just hold them, kind of dangle them. And it just because he was, you know, see what you made me did, do, and uh, not did. See what you made me do, and, uh, you know, just to kind of keep me in line. It was hard. It was very hard. Anyway. I'm going to let you go. I hope you have a great rest of your day. If you found any value in this, and I'm sorry, I did not mean to be so distracted. But if you found any value, please share. I would appreciate it. And leave me a review if you can, whether you just give me some stars. I would appreciate it. But I know somebody out there is more than likely in a situation that you might not even know about. So please share this episode or another or screenshot it and share it on social media. I'd appreciate it. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you tomorrow. Stay safe and God bless. Bye.